Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,478. Today we're going to be talking motor oil lubricants. We're going to have some fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful Houston, Texas, with a very special guest by the name of Mark Beatty. Mark, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Man, I'm ready. All I got to say is buckle up. Let's have some fun. All right, we will. Now, as we start, I always ask this question. What's one little thing, Mark, that people may not know about you? You know, that's that's such a crazy question. I thought about that for a while. I was thinking about that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to color outside the automotive and racing world and say, most people don't know that I'm a certified personal trainer. Really? Now, now, now you laugh at that because you look at me and I'm like a 62-year-old guy. I didn't always look like this. You know, but, well, you know, but, you're lucky to be 62. A lot of the world never makes it to that point. So, you know, count your blessings, right? Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, I'm on I'm on the right side of the daisies. That's yes. for that's for darn sure and yeah. stuff. But but yeah, so so I I love I love everything about training and training people and helping people and and things like that. That's really why I jumped into that deal is to uh, is to actually help help people and stuff. So okay, well yeah. I, I like that. Well, let me ask you this: since we're on this topic, what's the number one obstacle people have to start working out and taking care of themselves? You know, everybody, I guess, is is different. I mean, I think we all struggle, and I know I do profusely with with diet. You know, it's like it's like every every day you wake up and you know you want to do the right thing, but but the stress of life or the stress of a job or the stress of whatever, right. you know, you get you get partway through your day and all of a sudden that piece of chocolate or whatever the case may be, a pizza sounds so good and you're just like going, man, I'm so mentally exhausted from everything else. I don't care. I'm just going to, I'm just going to drink a beer. I'm just going to eat a piece <laughs> of pizza and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people, you know, life is so full of pressure that it kind of, kind of derails it a little bit, you know? And, and then the other thing is, is sometimes, you know, you just run into those people that they just honestly have some physical issues. And, and so if they start seeing things that they can't, can't do that really starts to play on them right it's like well i can't do this so well therefore this doesn't make any sense i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do this and they kind of they kind of talk themselves out of things you know as to where you know when you're when you're training them or working with them you know when we spot those things it's just like no but we'll find we'll find another way to accomplish that goal don't don't let it get you down but it does we're all only human and stuff and we have a tendency of beating ourselves up and so so it's just trying to keep your diet right and keeping your mind right. Okay. Well. Give yourself a break. Good. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Yeah. And as, yeah. Nike, as Nike says, just do it. Damn it. Just do it. Right? <laughs> you, know, you know, it's good for them. But, you know, for some of us, it's like I said, that, that, that kind of leads to some of the problems because some people, you know, physically or whatever, they can't. You know, they can't do it and yeah. stuff. And so then you start feeling inferior and, and so, but, but yeah, that's, you know, that's it. Years ago, I had a trainer and I was swimming in the mornings and working out. She was really great. And she said something to me that's always resonated. She said, Mark, excuses are lies we tell ourselves. 
<laughs> and I've always yep. stuck with that. So when there's something that I know I should do and I can't get over it and I come up with a reason slash excuse, uh, CC always comes to mind. Uh-oh, that's a lie <laughs> I'm telling myself. So uh, there's your little uh, tidbit of knowledge there this morning from, from Carter. There, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. very good. A little, nice. A little insight from you. So that's good. That's fun to hear. Well, it's good. I've learned a few things after talking to 2,500 folks. So yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. At least I'm listening. Let me give you an introduction here. Mark Beatty is brand marketing director for Redline Synthetic Oil. His career includes time at V Gains in Denver, Colorado, as the business development director for V's family of racing companies, including Winberg, Crankshaft, GRP Connecting Rods, Gibtech Pistons, Fine Line Graphics, and Black Diamond Media Productions. Mark has been a race car guy since high school. He worked at Bandemir Performance. They're the same Bandemir as the Speedway, and they used to own three speed shops in Denver as well. He was a counter guy at their big stores in Almeida. Uh, raced his first car. It was a 63 and a half Falcon Sprint, if I've got that right. Shared a super comp dragster and worked with Joe Schalkowski on his NHRA B Ed. They ran for comp. And after that, Mark announced at Bandemir Speedway for almost nine years, which led to announcing opportunities at KRP and a few other tracks. So he's been talking for a long time. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love and we'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses or better yet, go to the Cars yeah website show notes page for today's show and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars Yeah TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars Yeah guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars Yeah YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah, and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So, Mark, we are back. So I'd love to talk a little bit 
more, obviously a lot more about Redline Synthetic Oil, because this is a brand that I've known of being a car guy forever. And I always think of it as this specialty brand versus all the generic, I'll call them generic, the brands that we all see on the shelves that everybody knows the names of. Uh, but I want to f- get back a little bit to this career you had announcing and uh, running cars and things first. How did you get into the car world? You know, it's it's crazy because I was always a sports kid growing up, and and I remember one Saturday morning. You know, at, at that time uh, I was in Denver, Colorado, and I remember opening up the newspaper and I saw an ad um, for Bandimer Speedway, and and it was just a regular Saturday bracket race. You know, back when the you know newspapers were a great way to do things, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go up there. So I drove up to Bandimer Speedway, and I'm just kind of walking through the pits, and I bumped into a, a guy I didn't. didn't didn't know him at all. His, his name was Jack Fico, and and he had a bracket car. And ironically enough, he had a '63 and a half Ford Falcon. Oh, so you can see you you can see why I was influenced to buy that car. And Jack just took me under his wings. And it's just the old story. It's like, you know, first he just let me put water in the radiator, you know, and then he'd let me put gas in the gas tank. And it just developed. And over the years, you know, I just, just raced with Jack nonstop. And it just developed that love. You know, my, my dad wasn't a big car guy and, and I don't have any brothers. I don't have any uncles and stuff like that. So it really just started with me just one day going to a racetrack and it was just, it just stuck. Just really fortunate. It just turned out to be a great life. So very lucky. Well, you t- think about Falcons. I was just at a great collection last weekend. A local guy here has an insane collection of American muscle cars. And we're talking about all the best of the best from the 60s. You had a Falcon there. I think it was a Falcon 500. Do I have that right? Did they make a Falcon 500? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it look. I'm not. I'm not sure. I might have my numbers, but I, I thought it was. But uh, the point being is, he had cars. You think of the Falcon as kind of being a little bit of a lower end family car, but you know, it was the basis for the Mustang. And you saw a lot of those things get out on the track. So, what did you done to your Falcon? Well, it was crazy, you know, because those cars came from the factory. At least mine did. You know, it was a it was a two sixty V eight four speed car, and it came from the factory with a tack up on the dash, oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, and stuff. Yeah, and like so, the but, but but you're right. You know, it's it's like by today's standards, you know, it's pretty tough to look at that as being uh, you know a high performance factory car, you know, and stuff. And so, you know, through the years. I had made a friend, a, a guy by the name of Don Knight, and Don Knight was in the Denver area, and he used to he used to race jet cars, and he had oh, a wow. chassis shop. So I just just same type of deal, you know. After school, I'd go hang out at Don Knight's shop and just hang around and pick up trash and stuff like that. So next thing we know, you know, the the Falcons in there, and you know, we're putting a roll cage in it, and. You know, we're back half in the car and all that other type of stuff. And so as time went on, just kind of ended up being a plenty trick little little bracket car. You know, I just had so much fun with it. You know, was ne- was never any good at it, you know, just to be honest with you. you know, yeah, well, you're then, having you know, fun. That's all that matters. Four-speed bracket cars, you know, talk about there are people out there that can be consistent with that, but I quickly learned, and I am not the driver material. So <laughs> so I was, I was never good at it, but I sure had fun. <laughs> well, you know, that's the most important thing I always tell people uh, is as long as you're enjoying yourself, and it sounds like that was a, a great way to get out there and meet great people. Oh, heck yeah. That brings us 
us into the importance if you're driving racing, uh, especially racing, that you have the right synthetics and oils and lubricants and all the different things that Redline, and Redline's one of those brands in my mind that has always been aligned with performance. That's what I think of when I think of Redline. And I talk to people and they say, well, could I use that on my street car? I've got a sports car, an M3 or Porsche. And I go, of course. So let's talk a little bit about Redline. I'd love for you to get into the different types of products you sell because most people think Redline oil, but you have a lot more than that, right? We do. I mean, Redline was started back in 1979. And, and ironically enough, the very first product that Redline ever produced was, was two-stroke motorcycle racing oil. And so the, the whole thing was launched with, with that. And our original chemist, Roy Howell, and Roy is still with us to this day. And the same guy, really? Yeah, still wow. at the plant. You know, you know, Roy just had the opportunity, had some friends, and so the two-stroke racing oil was the first thing that we've launched. And, you know, since then, you know, we've grown to, you know, well over uh, 105, 106 products. You know, some, some of the ones that most people recognize is, is water wetter, oh, you yeah. know, because water wetter. Is, is available. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of box stores, and it's kind of crazy. You know, we positioned Water Wetter and almost made it kind of a brand of its own. So a lot of folks, you know, they have to do a double take to even realize that Water Wetter is is a Redline product. You know, stuff. It's one of the OGs, and and then we have our like things like our SI1, you know, fuel system cleaner, which is our number one seller. You know, it's our number one seller is a is a fuel system cleaner. Tell me a little bit about what that does because, you know, I have cars that we've had for a long time. We buy cars new and keep them for like 20 years, maybe longer. Yep, yep. And one of the things that you think about cars and especially with the fuels these days is keeping the fuel injection systems clean and the systems clean. Is that what that product does? It is. It, it helps keep everything from the tank to the lines to to the pumps and and obviously the injectors themselves clean and contaminant free. Mm. You know, it's it's so vitally important. I mean, you know, as injectors get old and get dirty, plugging is is a problem. But you know. It, contamination also does is contamination actually can change the size of the orifice in the injector. And so if, if you have a contaminated system for a long time, you know, you're actually manipulating or, or changing that injector, which ultimately just causes them to wear out. And as you know, as time goes on, the injectors are, are not inexpensive anymore oh, and no, stuff. So, no. so yeah, it's, it's important. To, it's important to keep all that stuff clean and, and taken care of. And in today's environment, with everything being direct port injection, we discovered that at that point in time, you know, nothing's really cleaning like the throttle body plate or the inside of the intake manifold or, or any of the runners, right? Because the injector is going straight into the combustion chamber. So from the piston around is well taken care of with a, with an additive that you pour in the gas tank. So earlier this year, we launched a, a whole new line it's, and it's called Redline Service Chemicals. We're just getting some traction with that, but we've developed, uh, we call it a, a total intake system cleaner. And we have a delivery mechanism unlike anything else on the market to where you actually introduce it right before the, the throttle body. And so the, some of the Ford products struggle with, with carbon buildup on the top side of the intake valves, Volkswagen products and stuff like basically anything with direct port injection. But, but we have done 
extensive testing and and our total intake system cleaner is a game changer in that in that world. So we're working diligently and and you know trying to get that placed in in box stores and and things like that. Right now we kind of have it slated to where it's a like a we call it professional use only. So it's only available the service only available at, at shops and things like that. So we're we're tweaking and we're adjusting, but that'll be a game changer too. And so it's just another one of those products where, like you said, you know you think about you think about Redline, you think about motor oil and we're coloring so far outside the lines, you know, of oil. You know, I mean oil is our is in our blood. You know, I mean that's 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 who we that's who we are. You know, we're we're very fortunate right now is if you're a nitromethane fan either either in the NHRA top fuel funny car, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia things happening, the funny car chaos series and things like that. Our product, our nitro seventy is without a doubt is the go to oil for the majority of the teams out there, I I, I kind of chuckle sometimes. It's like you know I don't I don't necessarily care what decal is on the side of some of those cars because I know what's in the pan, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. so I don't say that to be arrogant in any way, shape, or form. It it simply goes back to the guys like like Roy and 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 Bill and and the team that's that's back behind that have developed a product that is unlike anything else. You know, I tell all the Nitro teams, it's like, this isn't just a thicker 60 weight race. You know, I mean, this this is very, very specific blended for nitromethane and they did a great job and we're just we're just in a really good spot. So it's, it's fun to see with me having roots in drag racing, you know, it's it's fun to see a lot of my my heroes and, and, and stuff like that, you know, be on, be on, you know, I started this movement a while back, Team Redline Oil. And so it's just just really fun to, to have all all that but you know we've we've developed a complete line of coolant based off of the water wetter we figured out the success of water wetter so we've turned that into now you can buy it in an antifreeze you know so folks that live in a in a place where mother nature doesn't play nice you know we we have water wetter and antifreeze now it's, you know, we have it designed specifically for power sports applications. We got it all. Yeah, you do. And the other part of this, I think, is even more important to those of us who aren't racing, is the products can be used on everyday cars. So you don't yeah. have to be a drag racer to go to Redline and consider using these products in your street cars, right? Every one of our oil products is all... PAO and ester based, which, which means that it is a true, true full synthetic. We don't start with any petroleum base and then and then add enough chemicals to it to be labeled a synthetic, right? You know, that, that, that's something that happened in the United States, you know, a handful of years back is the fact that is is that the United States allowed oil companies to to blend in things and then all of a sudden call themselves full synthetic. Well, if you go to other parts of the world, you can't do that. If you if you have a petroleum-based product, they don't care what you add to it, you cannot label yourself a full synthetic oil. The only way you can do that is if you're PAO and ester-based. And so Every product we do is PAO and ester based. So yes, you're gonna you're gonna pay more for it. And and no, you know what? Maybe maybe we're not the right oil for somebody's grocery getter, right? But but you know if you if you have a love for your car and you want to it, maybe you maybe you put a tune up in it. You know maybe you've accessorized here, you're accessorized there, and and you want something better. You know that's that's. 
that's where we fit in. You know, the great thing on yeah. your website, too, is like I have an uh, E46, and 05 uh, M3, and you can go on your website. I was playing around with it last night and go to my specific car and then learn that, okay, specific viscosities for BMW NCAR, you've got the 1060 motor oil or the D4 AFT, and then all the other products that would work in a car like mine. And there's plenty of us that are driving specialty, I'll call them sports cars, specialty vehicles that you have products for. I just wanted to let people know, because sometimes I've, I talk to friends who maybe aren't as as deep a car guy as you and me and they say well i thought that was just for racing i go oh no no not, not at all yeah and these are guys that have camaros and mustangs and bmw yeah. m cars and all that so lots and lots of options easy to find for you listeners uh, redlineoil.com just go and check it out you know you mentioned that inspirational person in your life that got you into racing earlier I want to talk a little bit, though, about a challenge, because the challenge question here in Cars Yeah is really more about the learning lesson more than the actual experience. But I'd love for you to share one with us that you can look back now and say, well, I'm kind of glad I had to go through that. I learned a lot from it. That digs deep. You know, that's, that's really personal. And so on, on, it's on just a, you on and a, me, Mark. On a Two Marks talking a, about motor yeah, oil. Yeah, no one's listening, yeah, so like, don't worry about it. We're not gonna, yeah, we're not going to share this with anybody. To, to, the heart, to the heart of the matter, when I graduated high school, one of the things that I wanted to do is, is I always wanted to just, I just wanted to own my own business. That's what I want to do. So I started out very young, you know, being an entrepreneur. I started a, started a, a sign and graphic company in Denver, Colorado, and just through the friend network, honestly, just being at the right place at the right time, you know, we quickly became a sign and graphic company for the Nuggets, the Avalanche, the Broncos. If you've ever seen the Frontier Airplane, you know, the animals on the tail of the Frontier Airplanes. I had enough of an aviation background through some connections that we actually developed that program for Frontier. So we put all those animals, you know, on the tails of the oh, planes, cool. you know, and so and so that led me to, you know, an introduction and, and relationship with, with V-Gains, you know, V-Gains, you know, ran NHRA Pro Stock forever and had a whole host of companies and stuff like that. So so V and I got together, you know, after a few years and he he, he bought the sign shop from me and kind of kept me on to, to oversee, you know, a lot of his businesses. You know, he's, he's really big in a liquor distribution and a trucking company and had 18, 19, they call them, we called them profit centers at the time. So, you know, really taught me a lot about business. And so I was together with V, you know, one form or another, you know, for 30 plus years. Then this opportunity presented itself at Redline. And so it was a huge decision for me to walk away from, from the relationship and the friendship and family and everybody that I left in Denver and, and grabbed my wife, Cindy, and said, hey, we're going to move to Houston. And so you move to Houston and take the job and, you know, Redline Oil is owned by Philip 66. And so, you know, I've spent the majority of my career at or near, let's let's call it the food chain, top of the food chain, you know, kind of directing, kind of guiding. And, and you come into a company like Philip 66, and it's just full of incredibly smart people. And all of a sudden, the next day I wake up and I am at the bottom of the food chain. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so talk about a challenge. You know, it, it's it's one of those deals where it's like if, if you're an entrepreneur out there or you're a business owner out there, I got to be honest with you, I, I, wish, I wish I would have lived this experience a long time ago and, and then had the chance to move back. Ah, uh, to do it backward. Okay. Yeah, the other way around. 
only because it's just it's just interesting, you know, is is, is that when you're on top of the food chain and you're making this business decision and you're making that that decision that one, you know, it it, af- it affects people in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, I don't know that you always think about how it affects the people down down the totem pole and stuff. And and so I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about about myself, and I've learned a lot about. It's hard to not second guess parts in your life and go, oh man, I wish I'd have made this decision different back then or that decision back then. But but it's a it's it honestly is. I mean, it's it's man, you wanna you wanna dig deep in me. That's about as <laughs> that's about as personal and challenging as it as it gets because that one goes that cuts straight to the core. And so I just I just encourage people, you know, all the time, just just keep your eyes open, keep your eyes open yeah. because what you do, what you say, how you do it, how you say it, you know, words. Words have meaning, and so just be respectful. Perfect advice. Well, you know, it's uh, you never know when you make a big, bold change, and change is hard for a lot of people. And interesting perspective of the direction you went from one to the other, which is usually the opposite. But uh, no doubt, the great thing is for you, Mark, is it's always best to be not the smartest guy in the room. That's what I've heard. <laughs> so you've surrounded yourself with very sharp people. <laughs> They can teach you things. So if I get, I just gave you a little uh, paradigm shift there. I hope that will work for you going forward. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I had to put a check in the mail to tell me how much I owe you for the advice. No worries. For you, for you, my friend, free advice today. Yeah. yeah. This is a case of oil for my BMW. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'll watch the mailbox. That would be really cool. And some fuel cleaner too, please. Thank you very much. Yeah. There you go. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. I, I mentioned in the interview, introduction that falcon that you raced but is there one special vehicle that you've had that really stands out and if so could you share a story about that ride yeah my 66 volkswagen 18 window bus oh you had one of those oh my gosh you know i went i went through that volkswagen phase i worked at a volkswagen specialty shop in colorado called Randy's stuff. Randy's and stuff. So okay. Randy's stuff. And so it was uh you know, I had I'd built a couple of type ones and you know, always wanted a type three, stuff like that, but I stumbled on a bus. And so I, I grabbed this bus and, and this was a long time ago and obviously the the bus deal was really, really popular, you know, like in Southern California and places like that. But sure. you know, Colorado Colorado it had, it hadn't hit yet. So I kind of made friends with the guys. There's a shop out there called the Bus Boys. So I kind of made friends with those. You know, next thing we know, we're we're slamming this bus and it's slammed. <laughs> and we put the safari windows in it. And I built a 2332 for it. Um, you know, put all the motor in it, all the motor in it that I can, oh, wow. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just I just love it. You know, it made it it made it into VW Trends magazine, you know, as a, f- a feature vehicle in the magazine. And, wow. Yeah, I was I was living pretty pretty high on the hog, you know, back in those days, you know, you, you think it's, you think it's pretty cool. So, but I love my bus. <laughs> those are great. Yeah. And some of the prices they're getting these days, I just, my eyes were oh. And if you've ever driven one that wasn't modified like yours, you'd go, why? Because uh, I drove, I had a friend with one and we drove up to Mammoth Mountain from San Diego, which is typically a seven and a half to eight hour drive. I think it took us yep. 12 hours to get there. <laughs> so yeah. Going up Cajon grade, it's like, are we even moving? It's uh, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. a lot of power. So they need a little uh, little modification for sure. The other one I had, and I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say, if you ever get a chance, look it up. Look look up a 1954 pin 
Pinfarina Nash. Okay. Of course, you know who the Pinfarina guys are. Yeah. You know the car car designers or whatever. But 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 they did a Nash, and and I did the same thing. I tubbed it at a narrow nine inch Ford, had a small block Chevrolet in it, and, and just just slammed it to the ground. And so that's yeah. Anyway, some someday we could talk more about that car. But that's that's pretty close to my VW. Pretty close to my VW bus. Yeah. But, well, boy. Yeah. That's very interesting car. Very cool. So as if I haven't crawled into your skull enough today, Mark, I'm going to do it again here. I play car psychologist. If you were reincarnated as a vehicle, now this isn't what you want to be, so that'd be way too easy. What would you be and why? I'd be a flatbed truck. Oh, okay, you knew the answer to that. And, okay. Seriously, I, I don't even I don't even need to be reincarnate. It's just it's just I think it's who I am right now. And why Why is that? Because I like to carry the load. Okay. And I like and I like to carry people, and I like to get them where they hope to be or they hope to go ah, you know you know yeah, yeah. i think it's, it's to my core you know my my friend network my acquaintance network or whatever is is larger than life i tell people all the time next to my wife and my kids and my grandkids my friend network is, is is the most incredible thing i have in my life and i like to help and i like to support them and I like to take care of them because when push comes to shove, they would all do the exact same thing for me. And and at the end of the day, honestly, what else, what else do we all have? Right. You know, I mean, we're, we're living in such a crazy world that who knows what tomorrow brings. But I I do when it comes to my friend network. I, I know what tomorrow, the next day, the next day, I I know what it brings. There and you so know. you know, to me, it, to me, it's just like, man, I would be a flatbed truck because I want to make sure that I'm always helping. <laughs> I'm always helping and carrying people. Well, those are uh, great signs of a leader uh, versus just a manager. So you got it figured out, Mark. And uh, by this point in your life, you <laughs> mentioned being a grandfather, which is spectacular. Yeah, it's time to have it figured out. So it sounds like you do. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. How about a great book? Is there a book you could share with us? Um, all right. Th- this almost goes back to the very first question, something that nobody knows about me. Okay. I'm a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. I'm okay. a, I'm a parrot head. I'm a parrot head to the <laughs> end. And so, and so the greatest book I ever read, in my opinion, is a pirate looks at 40 or his book tales from Margaritaville. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. I mean, on the business side of things, you know, yes, I've read all the books like who moved my cheese and all that other type of stuff, you know, and, and I, and I love that stuff. You know, I really do. But, you know, when I'm when I'm taking a plane trip, I you know I've got I've got one of my Jimmy Buffett books that I've probably already read 15 times, <laughs> and I don't and I don't care. I, it, it's like I read it for the first time yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I cool. love it. All right, how about the ultimate drive? I'm a bit of an enabler, so I'm going to park any car that you would like in your garage. Don't worry about the price because I'm going to buy it. You could take anybody with you, including somebody from the past that's no longer with us, which opens up a world of opportunity so what does the ultimate drive look like for you oh my gosh is it a person or the car or both? well you can let's start with the car well well it depends on you okay. you know i say if you All want right. to have a good conversation you probably don't want to be in a cobra so uh <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah no doubt um okay let me oh my word all right i'm gonna stick with where i just left off okay who would, who would it be? <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Oh my gosh! Would I like to take a road trip with Jimmy Buffett? Okay. And you know what? I'd like to. I'd in, like in to do bus? a VW. Okay. Yeah. In in a VW bus because, like you said, you know, if it's if it hasn't been modified, 
they're really, really, really slow. Yeah. And so we'd have we'd have a lot of time together. Yeah. Why rush it? I like the, well, there you go. I'm, you know, I, I should have figured that out before I asked the question after the last one. So that sounds like fun to me. Absolutely. Jimmy Buffett in a VW bus heading to Margaritaville. There we go. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to where, like I said before, you know, I, I, in the racing world, I, I, I know all my heroes, you know, I mean, I, I, I talked to Steve Torrance, I talked to Cruz Petragon, I talked to Mike Salinas, you know, Snake, you know, McCullough, you know, so it's like, it's like when I, when I, when I go in the car world, it's kind of like, oh, I already talked to all those guys, you know, but I never talked to Jimmy Buffett, so I, I think that'd be the one. <laughs> I think it sounds like a fun ride. Well, you've taken yeah. us on a fun ride today, and I want to thank you for spending some time with me. Could you leave us with some parting words of wisdom or inspiration? Probably my favorite saying that I tell people all the time is real knows real. Say that again? Real knows real. Oh, okay. <laughs> so just just simply be who you are, be authentic. The line fake it till you make it is not a life motto. You know, it's it's a horrible way to do things. Just just be real, be authentic, and treat people the right way. So re- real knows real. Real knows real. I love it. I haven't heard that one before, so that's pretty cool. How can people learn more about Redline Synthetic Oil? Well, the best thing to do is, like you said before, you know, you could check us out on redlineoil.com. But more important, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And why I say that is because when you and I were talking about products beforehand and things like that, it's like every time I talk about product, let's face it, I sound like a commercial, right? It's my job. <laughs> yeah. But if you follow us on Facebook, look at all the people that are out there on Team Redline Oil and reach out to them. Reach out to the racer. If you're a road racer, you know, reach out to James Clay and his road racing clan. You know, if you're a drag racer, you know what, take your pick. You know, if you're a drifter, you know, reach out to Kevin at Renspec. Just follow Team Redline oil racers and ask them they're not on the team because they get paid you know i don't don't pay racers you know to to do anything or whatever stuff so they're there for the right reasons and so yeah that's the best way i know awesome great easy to find listeners redlineoil.com uh check them out and uh, if you've ever had a question about using their products uh, i'm sure you could contact them and they'll help you out with the right product for your vehicle. I want to do a shout out to our mutual friend, Annette Bauer. She's the one to introduce me to Mark. Annette was a guest last month on the show. If you missed my talk with her, you got to go back and listen to it because she is one powerhouse. Mark, thank you for being so generous today with your time, for letting me dig into your skull a little bit. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. This was fun. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, Will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives, The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. 
For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.